Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are coming to you live via Blog Talk Radio, our most favorite place to be, of course, to hang out on the web with you guys on Saturday at 5 p.m. Yes, yes, that's right. And you can join us live by calling us at 347-215-8305. I will repeat it. Call us live right now. Join us, 347 347- 215-8305, and be sure to press whatever button operator prompts you to press when you call so you can join the show live. Again, this is Doug and Jackie Christie, your host, or you can go right into our chat room throughout the entire show. And today we are discussing Colored Girl. You know what that is, right? Well, you're going to find out, so stay tuned, and just what that term really means. Let's face it, y'all. Women of all nationalities the world over has color to their skin, Correct. The age-old stereotyping of colored girl only stands for African-American women is just that, an age-old stereotype. I plan with my new book and clothing line that's coming out May 9th and 12th, respectively, to not only challenge the term, but I also plan to remove the stigma that comes with it. Okay, babe, that is fantastic. <laughs> and then let's talk a little bit more and let the people in about this beautiful project you are doing called Color Girl, and I truly mean beautiful, of course, in every sense of the word. Thank you, my love. Okay, <clears throat> let me clear my throat because I want you guys to hear what I'm about to say. Well, as you know, and most people have already heard by now about my new book, it is titled Proud to be a Colored Girl. And it will touch on different subjects as far as who we all are. It will bring us, it will unify us, it will show all women everywhere under all circumstances in all walks of life that it is truly okay to be a colored girl. And it's a beautiful thing. It's not that age-old stereotype of, oh, it means an African-American girl. It's a racial type of thing. It's none of that. We are all colored girls, and we are all sisters. And the book is also going to talk about self-esteem, self-worth. We're going to go into a whole bunch of motivational things, and i got a lot of surprises for you. So be sure and pick the book up when it comes out in May. And also, I have a colored, I mean, a colored girl clothing line, okay? And this is very, very special. It's a 100% organic. 100% organic, you guys hear me, echo-friendly T-shirt line. It also has accessories. I'm going to be coming out with a denim line following it up later on in the fall. But right now, you can get the T-shirts, you can get accessories, and it's all super soft. In fact, today, just happens today, I shot a um, fashion shoot, and the models were telling me how soft the T-shirts were and how they just wanted to wrap up in them and go to sleep. They all loved them. They are so friendly to your skin, and they are organic, so they're they're very eco-friendly to the environment as well. So um, be sure and check both of those out. But before I go any further with any more information on all of this, I want to introduce to you guys the title song. It is um, a complimentary of the renowned recording artist, Bobby Tinsley, and it is titled Colored Girl. Here we go. Enjoy. Color girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
for Colored Girl Clothing Line. So if I sound a little tired, it's only because of that reason, because I'm putting my heart and soul into this line in this book, y'all. My husband's right there next to me. He is just, I look at that song, and I listen to that song, and I know that it's directed towards me personally because he is the one that is so so much support in allowing me to do this and live my dream of designing and writing and all the rest. But anyway, back on subject. Um, the inspiration for writing the book was I, I'm a proud African-American woman, proud woman, period, and I see so many other women of all nationalities. They're the same way, and I want to share my confidence that it took me, you know, my whole life to, to gain, and I'm still gaining. You know, I'm not perfect at all in any stretch of the imagination. I wanted to share that with women everywhere. There's so many pe- women in India, China, Yugoslavia, Paris, uh, you know, London, just anywhere you can think of, Africa, and, you know, here in Seattle, for example, and some of them never have been told that they're beautiful. And I just want all women to know that a colored girl is all of us. We are all colored girls. You are not a plain skin tone. You can't be. If your skin tone is of white descent, then you're a colored girl. If your skin tone is of a tan color, if it's of a chocolate color, if it's, you know, whatever the color pigment is, we're all colored girls. And I'm going to take that bad stigma off of colored girl and I want to put some loving positivity to it so my inspiration was to share with other women what it has taken me a lifetime to accomplish and to fulfill I want to share that with them I want them to be proud of who they are and their heritage and basically I just wanted to unite women you know I wanted this to be a universal um, book and project that reaches everywhere and it, it goes you know beyond color lines that was my inspiration no question. That is beautiful. Now I'm going to vacillate back and forth here because I'm going to take okay. these questions as they came in. And okay. this one is talking more about the clothing line. And they want to know, eco-friendly, why eco-friendly and organic? Why did you go that route with it? Oh, my God, that is a great question. I decided to do it because I feel like it's organic, the feeling that we are, the feeling that we have inside of us and the feeling that I'm going after and the fact that colored girl is an organic phrase, really. It hasn't been that way in, you know, for it's an age-old stereotype. It hasn't been that way for a very long time, but it's going to go back to that. So I wanted the line to be that. On top of that, I wanted women to feel good when they wear my clothes. I wanted them to say, wow, this feels so soft, so good. When they wash it, it washes right. I love T-shirts. I'm a T-shirt kind of girl, and that's why I wanted to debut the line of T-shirts as the first ones out the box. And I've done some accessories as well. Um, and you can check those out at JackieChristie.com after or on May 9th, actually, and after. Um, and you can see all the great stuff. There's bags. There's all kind of stuff. I'm not going to tell you everything. It is a surprise. But know that it's accessories. And the denim line will follow. Again, I'll repeat, in the fall. But organic just meant to me special. It meant pure. And I didn't want to harm the environment in doing my clothing line. I've been a designer for a long time, as well as my husband. And before, I picked beautiful fabrics based on their beauty. Now, I'm way more conscious of the environment, and I want to do things eco-friendly. And I thought, what better than to show that you can have high fashion and still go green? You can still go organic. No question. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful, baby. If you're going to put it out there, help at the same time. That's right. No question. Now, this question comes from, I believe it's a friend, but it says, third book, huh? What do you enjoy about writing books so much, Miss Jackie? <laughs> I would have to say that I enjoy writing books, you guys, from the bottom of my heart. I've been a book reader ever since I was a little girl. I've always told stories, and I remember telling all my girlfriends one time on a flight, on a plane flight, and we were little kids, 
about a bunch of stories of me growing up and just different things and inspirational stories. And a lot of them I would make up, you know, fiction stories. And they were so entertained by it. And I've always been a storyteller anyway. Um, although my books have all been nonfiction so far, I do plan to write fiction in the future. And some ladies that were sitting behind us, one of them happened to be a publisher, tapped the seat and said, not only are you hilarious, because she had been listening to all my stories for this long flight we were on, she said, you you are very, very great at telling stories. Me and my girlfriend own a big clothing franchise in Seattle. Where are you from? And I said, Seattle. And she said, where are you guys headed? And give, uh, she gave me her card, and she said, if you ever decide that you want to write, call me, because I think that the world you know, would benefit from the way you tell stories. So I've just been inspired from that point on, on top of you know, when, I, when me and my husband wrote our first book, No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. It just it just inspired and ignited, you know, a fire in me to continue for a lifetime. So that's what I'll be doing the rest of my life, you guys. I have a purpose in life, a few purposes in life, and one is to do what's right by God. The next one is to help people throughout life. Um, I think that that's my mission is to help other people and writing um, and sharing what I know and what I've learned and what I've experienced and then also sharing my imagination with the world. So now you know some of my inspirations and you know why I do what I do. No question. Now this one is uh, related more towards fashion, and they want to know, what does fashion mean to Jackie? Fashion means beauty. Fashion means freedom. Fashion means uniqueness because fashion is really what the particular woman makes it. I've been asked that question. How does a woman get more fashionable? Well, you're fashionable from the time you – Put a shirt with a pair of pants and a pair of shoes. That's fashion. That's your style. Fashion is pretty much your unique style. And you could follow the trends. Now, there's a difference. There's trends. And trends is, oh, this season, yellow is hot. Oh, this season, polka dots is hot. But if you want to just have fashion sense, that is just your particular style. And everybody is fashionable. That's what else my book will show women. It, Color Girl is I'm proud to be a color girl. It's not just the pigment of our skin. It's everything about us. We are so colorful. As the song stated, that's what I would include fashion in. It's a, a beautiful element to a whole being of beauty. No question, baby. Now, this one, uh, a fun question. It says, uh, Miss Jackie, the line looks like it relates to all. I'm a plus-size woman. Did you take care of me? These are fabulous questions, you guys. Thank you so much. And, yes, Definitely. We wanted our clothes to be for everybody. So every size of woman, from children all the way up, all ages, I want you to enjoy and feel beautiful wearing my clothes. And I want you to, more than anything, get the message. And the message is, um, you're proud to be a colored girl. No question. Now here's one. Uh, release date. I know you said it earlier. They want to know again, book and line. Can you give them that before I go on with these questions? Book and line release date. Um, yes, the clothing line will be released on May 9th. That means you will be able to purchase um, May 9th or after. You can go to JackieChristie.com. You can also go to stores that will be in Seattle, Atlanta, and Los Angeles starting out, but mainly available online. If you just want to go somewhere and you know you're getting it, it's going to be shipped to you very fast. You can pick your form of shipping. Um, it is eco-friendly. Again, it's fitted. It fits nice. I also have some loose versions that will fit you more if you want the more um, loose, comfy style. You just look on it, pick what you want, and you can get it there. But that's May 9th. As far as the book, that is May 12th. 
It will be available May 12th, and it will be available in bookstores worldwide, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, and through JackieChristie.com or InfiniteLovePublishing.com. That is correct. You heard it here. Now, they want to know that in, in the time to come, they're seeing that you have accessories and everything, and someone is asking, what will the line grow to consist of? I don't know if that means years, what, but they're asking, what will the line grow to consist of? My line will grow to consist of a denim, organic denim line, where, you know, there's stretch fabrics, because I'm going to tell you guys, I know the women out there listening know that I'm telling the truth. You want jeans that fit you. A lot of girls like tight jeans. I particularly don't anymore. But, I mean, not to say that they're not cool and they're great, but when they stretch, they're way more comfortable. When you just get the basic denim and they're not stretched, they're not comfortable. And they do make organic fabrics in that. So it would definitely have, I will have a denim line. I eventually want to move into shoes, and I want to move into um, costume and play jewelry, you know, where you can wear it with your different things. I love the bracelets, the yarn bracelets, and you tie them around your wrist, and you can shower in them and everything. I love organic things. And being married to my husband, I've learned to love silver and white gold and platinum, and I particularly, I still love gold too, but my first choice is the, the white gold or the silver or even the platinum. That is such a, a clean look for me. And I would like to go into organic materials in making that kind of jewelry as well. Jewelry as well. Okay. Well, they want to know, Jackie, do you make your own designs? Yes, I do. I make my own, I come up with my own ideas in my mind, and they come to me all day, every day. And then I have a designer that actually puts them on paper for me as what I did with my clothing line. I came up with my ideas, and sometimes I could draw it. Um, you know, honey, because you would show me how to draw jean jackets and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. But the real artist in the family is my lovely husband, and so I would tell him what I was trying to do, and then he would do it. And sometimes he would even adapt it and add in versions, or he would come up with something great, and we shared in that way. But, yes, I do come up with my own designs, and I love it. That is fantastic, baby. I mean, these guys are pouring out questions. They they ask me the idiot everything that they possibly can. You heard it right here first. We got a book, Color Girl, a line, Color Girl, for everybody out there. Jackie Christine, line and book dropping near you. Stay tuned. It is coming, coming, coming. Definitely. And guess what, you guys? If you ever wondered about these beauty and lifestyle tips, well, we're going to answer a couple of them for you right now before we jump into hot topics. And thank you for joining us. You can reach us live by calling 347-215-8305. And I see the call lines are all lit up. That's fantastic. You know what? I forgot to go in the chat room, though, so I'm going to go check you guys out in a second, too. And uh, we'll see what you guys are doing. But anyway, today I have for you uh, one of my tips is getting eight hours of sleep a night is really no joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> We did not go to sleep last night, and you can hear in my voice how tired I am. And then to go out this morning at 6 o'clock and be working all day until probably an hour and a half ago, That's right. oh, <laughs> I'm feeling it for real. So if you don't get eight hours, you're going to notice it, and I think you're less productive and enthusiastic and um, creative. So definitely get your eight hours of sleep a day if you can. Don't overwork yourself. 
charge that <laughs> battery. That is oh. right. Now, in in, uh, in terms of color, girl, I'm going to keep it there, and I'm going to say eat organic. That is right. Organic, mm-hmm. no pesticides on the food. It's better for the body, of course, from your fruits to your veggies. And if you're looking for free-range meat, when they say free-range, at least they're not keeping them in cages. They're letting them out there to roam the land and be free. So try to eat organic if you can. Oh, my God. I got one for you guys. Get yourself a speaker phone. If you do errands and things like that like I do, it is really a lifesaver. Can you believe I didn't really use the feature on the phone until recently? And I'm, like, smiling, going, what have I been doing? Like, I can drive and not hold the phone up so my ear isn't hot and my arm isn't tired by the end of the day because, you know, I have to be on the phone a lot and handling things and stuff. And so if you get yourself a speakerphone, you would definitely find that your life is a lot more organized and easier. And um, you could even do it off your cell phone, just push speaker feature on it and lay it on your, like, little console or something and um, let the people know, though, that you're on the speakerphone. Because most people, when they hear themselves echoing, they start thinking that you're got someone on the phone or whatever. And I noticed that some business people didn't really like it too much, but I had to explain that I can't do both anymore. So get a speakerphone. That is right, hands-free, baby. That is the way to go. (laughs) And you know what? As summer comes near, the Mm. boys of summer, and you know those are those baseball players, they are back. It's beautiful outside. And what I'm going to say is, Take in a baseball game. If you got kids, go with the kids. If you don't, take a day, take a afternoon, pull in a game, and I, I go out seven inning stretch, sing, take me out to the ball game, have a blast, get a hot dog, get a well, no, I'm not even gonna say get a beer, but a lemonade, get something and enjoy yourself at the baseball game. Honey, and you know what? We we gotta do that. We gotta go down here and see our man, especially going to Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, Safe Cold Field. That is, I, I would have to say, it is the best place going. We're gonna have to go check him out. Ken Griffey Jr. is back in Seattle, and right now, Seattle Mariners are in first place, and we like covering sports coming to you guys very, very soon. And in the news, some very hot topics we are all talking about. Oh, my God. A Michigan man, you guys, he won $10,000 in the state lottery in Michigan in their club Kino game, and he donated it to charity. Soon after winning the money on March 11th, Jim Dancy of Richland, Michigan, decided others needed it more than he did, so he gave it all to the Greater Kalamazoo United Way Fund. And he said, you know, he simply said this, you guys, I thought it was the right thing to do. And I think that's really, really cool. Of course, you know, a lot of people wouldn't do that, but, you know, especially in this economy and stuff. But it just goes to show that it shows that other people needed it more. That's cool. Yeah, you hear that, Jim? That's that's applause, Jim. <laughs> We're giving you applause right here. Jim yep. Dancy, good looking out. I'm sure that some other people could use that. Now, also, we got AIG sales 21st century unit for $1.9 billion. Insurer AIG said Thursday it will sell its car insurance unit 20th Century Insurance to Zurich Financial Services Group for $1.9 billion. The New York-based AIG is in the process of selling off a number of businesses trying to repay the $182.5 billion financial support that it received from the government in September. The transaction is the largest diversity by AIG since then. So 
uh, a lot going on in the financial sector of our country. AIG is trying to reel it in. That's big, big bucks. That's right, and they're going to get some, too. Here's something on a more somber note, you guys, um, something in Hot Topics. A couple and their three kids was found dead in a Maryland home. A father killed his wife and their three young children before fatally shooting himself in a Northwest Maryland home, authorities said on Saturday. Christopher Allen Wood, 34, died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Frederick County Sheriff Office spokesperson Jennifer Bailey said his wife um, and their three children also um, suffered traumatic cuts, but the causes of their deaths weren't immediately confirmed. So more than likely he probably butchered them or something, and it's so sad. It's unfortunate. Um, the two boys, ages five and four years old, were found in their beds, and the two-year-old girl um, was with her mother in the master bedroom. The father's body lay on the floor at the foot of the bed in the master bedroom. Wow. God bless them, baby. That is right. Well, for all the computer hackers out there, the government is looking for you. That is right. They are looking for you. But let me no. tell you this, federal authorities aren't looking to prosecute you, but they want to pay you to secure the nation's networks. General Dynamics Information Technology put out an ad last month on behalf of Homeland Security Department seeking someone who could, and I quote, think like the bad guy. Applicants, it said, must understand hackers' tools and tactics and be able to analyze Internet traffic and identity vulnerabilities identify, excuse me, vulnerabilities in the federal system. With warnings that the U.S. is ill-appared for a cyber attack, the White House conducted a 60-day study <laughs> of how the government can better manage and use technology to protect everything from the electronic grid, the stock markets, to tax data, airline flights, and, get this, everybody, nuclear launch codes. President Barack Obama appointed a former Bush administrative aide, Melissa Hathaway, to head the effort. While the country had detailed plans for floods, fires, and errant planes drifting into protected airspace, excuse me, there is no similar response etched out for a major computer attack. So this is big time. And if you are a hacker out there and you want to make some money, give them a jingle. That's right. Oh, my God, everybody. And you know what? Today we was talking about Colored Girl, the book, the clothing line, and the song. There's some hot things happening, and we're getting great response. And it's just so fun. Just be creative, and God um, blessing your life where you're able to fulfill your dreams. Um, and we're going to do a segment on that. I got a lot of emails with people saying, oh, my God, if we Google you and Doug, you guys got so much going on, and you're always doing this and doing that. And I know a lot of people probably think and feel like it costs a lot of money. It really doesn't. It costs time. It costs you to be focused, and if you're not asleep, like me, I have insomnia, so if you're up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, and you have a computer or you have a book or you just have a notepad and a pen, you could jot down ideas and start making things happen, even if it's little by little. Take time to put it together and figure out a way. If, that, if the economy is getting you and you don't have the funds, there's other ways to make it happen. If you are in a better position, you work, and it's going to cost you a little bit of your paycheck each time, put a little bit aside. There's so many different ways. So coming up in one of our segments on the show in the next few weeks, I will um, make sure to bullet list some other ideas. But I wanted to share that because I know a lot of people have that question, and right now it will really help a lot of people. So um, anyway, call us live, 347-215-8305 to jump right in the conversation. And we're moving along. We decided to do something a little bit different for you guys because we're in love and romance right before we jump into the hottest topic, which is sports. Um, and what we're going to do is usually we do a poem or spoken word. Well, we're not going to do either today. We're going to let 
someone else speak for us. And um, so you got to give us a few minutes because he's he, he's gonna um, he's gonna talk to you guys. Who is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get that one to Alan. Uh, hopefully we will try to get that book 
And when we do, Alan, you will be the first one on the list because <laughs> you came up with the idea. But uh, if you're cheating first, I would have to say stop, obviously. Uh, then you're going to have to ask for forgiveness. And that comes not only from your mate, but from God. And then you're ultimately going to have to forgive yourself. And then you have to understand at that point that you have to start from now. From this point, you're going to have to keep it tight, do the right things, and if, and I repeat, if, 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 if she takes you back, you must cherish her beyond any amount of money, anything in the world. Cherish her to death because she's taking you back and trusting your heart, uh, her heart with you one more time. So stop, ask for forgiveness, start from now, and if she takes you back, cherish her. And I, I would say my husband answered that beautifully. I would like to just add, first and foremost, take her with you down to the public clinic or your hospital or doctor, whoever, you know, treats you guys, and make sure you guys get full examinations and uh, just to make sure you're starting off on the right track because that's important. That is correct, baby. Now, here's one for you, and it says, Jackie, can you give three tips on how a woman can please her man? Um, well, it depends on which uh, which way you're asking that. But if we're talking platonically, I would say my first three would probably be communicate. Um, definitely communicate with them, even if he doesn't want to. There's going to be times like that. Then you have to just, I guess, wait for the right time. Um, everybody's human, and sometimes people get a little frustrated, but that doesn't mean there's any love lost. Just, you know, do your best to communicate. Tell them what you're feeling because no one reads minds. It's harder for guys, I think, to communicate with a girl than it is for girls to communicate with guys. It's just difference in the, our makeup or something. Um, number two, be there whenever he needs you um, because, you know, guys need us too, just like we need them. They need us, so just be there, you know, and be a solid force in his life. I say try to be his best friend or, or not his best friend, but one of his best friends in, in that way, you know, and um, let him feel that he can talk to you and, and so on and so forth. There's going to be ups and downs in all of our lives, but... If you're there for him, that's special, and I think he would be pleased. And number three is respect him and his wishes. Um, you have to respect him and know that that's, you know, where you chose to be, and you have to respect yourself first and foremost. But respecting him would be very pleasing, I think, wouldn't you say, babe? I would say that respect, as always, goes at the top of the <laughs> list, and if you want to please him, respect him, and then feed him some good food. Now, if you're talking about other pleasure, like my husband just said, Food, you know, they say that's a good way that me and like is to eat. I can cook, but of course, my husband and my son doesn't think so because I don't hardly cook. But <laughs> I can, and I have, and I will, and I want to, you know. And I, I think I'm going to do it, and I'm going to show everybody, and then we're going to talk about it one day on the radio show. But I can't cook as good as him and his friend Tyrone, though. But I, I'm good. I'm, I am good. I cook eggs and toast and stuff, and you know, give him a massage. You know, his feet sometimes. You know, make sure he's, you know enjoys that you can get some peppermint lotion or something that's a good way i mean there's all kinds of ways so hope i answered your question and guess what it's about that time i mean you guys got a long segment today you ready to do this oh here we go once again we are bringing it back and before i start screaming about these nbk playoffs wizzle uh are you there with me before i just lose my mind i'm not far frank 
There you go. Now, did uh, before I get into the NBA playoffs, I just want to ask you: Did you see the new Yankee Stadium, one point five billion? Did you see that? Good God! Wow, doesn't that break the threshold of a playing arena? Think about it, people. We're talking about like they were they were complaining here years ago about the Sonics for a four hundred fifty million dollar stadium. That's peanuts compared. Talking about one point five billion. Ooh. I would have to say it was. It looked like a nice place to play, although the Yankees opened up with a 10-2 loss. But uh, first home run ever, Jorge Posada. Do your thing, Daddy. Now, did you see when they laid Bates, uh, Babe Ruth's bat on home plate before they started it up? I don't know if that's jinxing, if they're trying to bring the big Bambino along, but uh, it, did you get that one too, Wizzle? Yeah, I checked it out. Uh, I thought it was awfully uh, respectful, um, and, and, and hopefully it pays off. Uh, it's a historic uh, player, uh, obviously with a historic franchise, so uh, uh, maybe it's something that will pay off in the long run. I, th- I think uh, it was a touching gesture, though. I, I, I was honored by it. No question about it. Now, before I just pull the hair that I don't have out of my head and talk this basketball, I, I got some uh, – I'm going to say something, and then I want to see if you agree or disagree with me. we got a few categories here we're going to go over because this 2009 regular season has come to an end, everybody. And uh, we've seen everything from D-Wade's buzzer beaters to an incredible home record posted by those Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, there's going to be some awards that are handed out, Wizzle. And uh, you let me know if you agree with me. MVP, Mr. LeBron James of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who you got? Um, I have to agree with you there. Um, obviously, uh, the record speaks for itself uh, in their home record, and obviously them uh, improving upon franchise record, which is uh, is huge always within the franchise. Um, a lot of people don't have to enjoy that other than the fans in Cleveland and the ownership. So, uh, um, yeah, LeBron has really, really helped out and, and, and helped the league out this year. How about the newcomer of the year? I'm going Rudy Fernandez. Portland Trail Blazers love the game. What do you think? I like Rudy, too. You know what? And uh, obviously, in the posting the rookie record with 168, 169 threes is huge. Uh, the record, where they're at right now. And, uh, yeah, I, I could agree with you there, too. Um, he really, really looks good. And, hey, uh, Portland is really a threat because of him. No question about it. Now here we we might we might differ a little bit. And uh, sixth man of the year. Now there were many candidates, and uh, two of them uh, come right here. Uh, Nate the Great in New York, obviously from the 206. Jason Terry from the 206. Uh, you got so many people. I'm going though with Jason Terry of the Dallas Mavericks, averaging almost 20 points coming off of the bench. Who do you got for the sixth man? How about them Quakers, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got I to gotta go with Mr. Terry in this one, too. Obviously, uh, Mr. Carlisle knows what he's doing over there, and he figured they needed an additional punch off the bench. Is he a starter? Yes, he'd probably start on probably 80% of the teams in the league, but the key is is that uh, he was willing to do whatever it takes and to come off the bench. And, again, it's not uh, – what you do and who starts is who finishes and, and what you do with your time. So uh, that's always been one of my mottos is because you know what you're going to do is serious business when you get in. And so, uh, hey, i got to give it to Jason. He's handling this business rather professionally. 
No question about it. Now, the Defensive Player of the Year, now it, it was it was proposed today that they give that to LeBron James because he is anchoring one of the best defenses in Cleveland right now. But uh, he's the MVP, so he gets it all. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Eraser, don't bring it inside or I will send it home to you live, Dwight Howard, Orlando Magic, Defensive Player of the Year. Who you got there? Oh, wow, that's a real tough one. Uh, you know, Dwight Howard obviously is, is, is a presence inside, as well as Tim Duncan. Uh, he's still the old Tim Duncan, and he still plays pretty well inside and, and defends and understands the concept of being between his man and the bucket. I hope my kids hear that. But anyway, you know what I mean? So the uh, Dwight is good in, in, in his blocks, obviously, and his presence is huge. So uh, uh, Dwight could definitely get my nod there. There you go. Now, the comeback player of the year, I, I don't even know if they still give this one out in the NBA, but uh, I, I was watching a game the other night, and this guy has to be the comeback player of the year if they're still giving it, and that's the Birdman from Denver. The Birdman was uh, uh, suspended for uh, drug violations with the NBA, came back, and he is just playing fantastic basketball, coming off of the bench for the Denver Nuggets. He's blocking shots. He is an energy guy. You can't miss him. He's got a mohawk, and he's got enough tattoos that look like feathers. I'm telling you, the Birdman is the comeback player of the year as far as I'm concerned. What do you got there, Will? Well, definitely he is uh, would be the recipient of that award. He has uh, uh, reshaped Denver's roster as far as coming off the bench and the type of luxuries that George Carl is allowed now. Uh, he is one of their big guys, one of their bigs uh, aren't playing particularly well. This guy comes in with a – absurd amount of energy and he uh really really attacks and, and he plays to his strength so uh i'd have to go ahead and, and give him the nod and 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 give him kudos obviously for straightening up his life because obviously coming from uh, uh some substance abuse or any of those type of things is really tough in itself and uh, we all got enough hurdles you know what i'm talking about that's right. And, you know, coming back, uh, no one thought that they were going to be able to fill the void of Marcus Camby. He is a player that covers the the, the stat sheet. He's a stat stuffer uh, from blocks, uh, assists. He gets, you know, uh, steals. He does it all. But the Birdman has really taken up. Nene Hilario has come in, and uh, Denver is on track. Now, here uh, we could go round and round with this one, the coach of the year, because there are some coaches out there and George Carl being one of them with the Denver Nuggets, who may be well-deserving, no question about it. But I'm going to have to go with the guy who has the best record in the NBA, a former WCC, that's the West Coast Conference, y'all, player that I played against, Mike Brown from the Cleveland Cavaliers. He is coaching magnificently. I, I think that when you can get on the same page with your star player, get the team believing in your system, it, it is go, so much goes to communication and evidently what he is doing. But there's a bunch of coaches of the year, but I'm going to go with Mike Brown. Who you got there, Wizzle? Certainly I couldn't fault you with going with him. I agree with all of your uh, compliments and uh, uh, your points in, in terms of him communicating with LeBron and him implementing a plan and being able to get the, the other players on the team to buy into it. Uh, I do have to give him a lot of credit, and I think that he's getting a lot of credit for being recognized. But mm – -hmm going to go with Nate McMillan. Nate Woo! McMillan there in Portland's got the youngest team, uh, and they're, they just posted up 50 wins, so that's not too bad, not too shabby. So uh, we're talking about out here in the West, so uh, 
they've got big things going on. We're waiting for Greg Oden to come along. And, uh, hey, I, I like what Nate's got going on. And if you uh, happen to check out the game uh, uh, the other day, hey, the, the game no. against Denver, we're talking about a, a, a playoff setting and the type of atmosphere that is what it's all about in terms of having fun and the family atmosphere. So I have to go with Nate. He's rec- resurrected the Portland Blazers, and it looked good, and uh, there's a lot to look forward to down there. No question about it. I can't argue with that one. Executive of the year, I'm keeping it in Cleveland. He's put together one hell of a team. I have to give him credit because they're playing well, although they do have uh, arguably the best player on the planet, LeBron James, but Danny Ferry of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Executive of the Year. Got to go with that, too. Uh, he got a, a all-star player for basically a Twinkie deal. And <laughs> Thing happens, hey, you got to give him a lot of credit. I don't know what, what's wrong with Mo, but Mo looked good to me. There it is. You are not lying now. Uh, before we jump into the Eastern and Western Conference matchups, I have I'm going to add a category, and that is the owner of the year. And this one goes to the recently deceased Larry Miller of the Utah Jazz. Rest in peace. But I have to say, he built a great organization. Not to mention that uh, in a time when coaches' whistle are changed more than baby's diapers, he is sticking. He stuck with his coach through the good and not the bad but the rebuilding. Kudos to Larry Miller. I agree with you. You know what? Uh, you know, all the points are in place. You're talking about a guy you're trusting with your franchise to take the reins and uh, and pretty much to look, to look uh, here on out and this is the way we want to do things and operate. Uh, you would think uh, not too long ago when you look at the Denver Broncos that they had the same type of culture and we're talking about Mr. Mike Shanahan and it's just Really, really uh, uh, admirable to see that Jerry's still going. He still puts a, a quality product out because it's still the business of basketball, ladies and gentlemen. And they're competitive, and uh, they're always entertaining to watch. And he works with whatever uh, management and, and, and the talent-wise they bring into him. So I, I really like Jerry and what he's done, and I've always admired and respected his job and the way he attacks his craft. No question. Well, jumping into this Eastern and Western Conference, we have 16 teams, but we only have one champion out of these 16 spots. Cleveland and Detroit, obviously, if you've seen the game earlier today, the Cavaliers are up 1-0. You know, really, when you look at this, you you think that the Pistons might make this interesting, but you got LeBron. He is playing at such a high level. And to really be honest with you, what I think makes Cleveland so, so deadly is they have a second legitimate score, and that's Mo Williams. And I'm really just going to say the Cavs in five. What do you got there? I could uh, obviously go with a sweep, but I I would give respect to Detroit. Uh, Obviously, I – if it was a game that I would pick them to win, it would. It sounds crazy, but it would have been today because yeah. they are we're talking about a veteran, a savvy group of guys who still we're talking about grown men and have pride, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a lot, not like they don't know or heard that people talking about them getting swept. So uh, the real business is, is I expected them to show up, and I do think they will show up. So five sounds like a good number to me. There you go. Well, Boston and Chicago, they are coming head-to-head. Everyone saw earlier today, Chicago upsets Boston in the first game. And when you say this could be an upset, I'm 
really saying that, hey, KG hurting, is that going to hurt Boston? I think that we realize now that KG's presence on the floor isn't just about points, rebounds, and assists. It is about energy and getting the guys to play a certain way. And ladies and gentlemen, the Boston Celtics are in a heap of trouble. And I really, really, because when you look at it, was the last year, the first two rounds, they had home court advantage. They beat both teams in game sevens on their home court. I say this one goes to seven, but Chicago wins. What do you think? That's going to be a tough one. I can definitely see seven. Uh, but you know what? I think that I'm going to give the nod to Boston in this one. I don't think this is the game where they exit this year and go fishing like they go do on uh, uh, TNT with Kenny and them. You know what I'm talking about? This won't be the time that it happens. I think that they have enough. Uh, obviously, Derrick Rose tying uh, the all-time scoring record for a playoff game. Think about that. To get into your first playoff game, to go post up 36-11. and 11. You know, that's pretty impressive. But they needed that type of effort out out of him, obviously, to win by two points. And then on the other side of that, Cornea Ray Allen, who went one for, you know what I mean. So uh, I, I do think that a different team will show up. I, I just think that they do need to tweak it a little bit in terms of the way Boston plays because they're not uh, really utilizing all the talents correctly in, in terms of knowing people's abilities and, and giving them a more free reign. So I think there'll be a little bit more adjustments made. But, hey, i got to give a lot of credit to Coach Vinny Del Negro, the black, for getting his first win as a, uh, you know, as a no question about it. Vinny, his father was there. That was It was a beautiful sight. I just really think that uh, we're seeing how much KG means to that team, and it's not a fluke that Chicago did what they did. They have a bunch of role players that can really play, come in and play well. Uh, it, it's going to be one heck of a series. Now, number three in the East, Orlando Magic. They are facing the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, this is 76ers is a scrapped, scrappy bunch, and I truly believe they finally found their stride and you're looking at Andre Iguodala that is becoming an all-star right before our eyes but Dwight Howard is the game changer too much in the middle for the Orlando Magic uh and uh, I just I'm looking at Orlando in six that's what I'm Orlando in six you know what that was a number that would be appropriate uh obviously I believe that Orlando has the know-how the skill and the, the personal belief that they will obviously move on. Uh, the things that do concern me right now is uh, obviously uh, Rashard Lewis is, is uh, uh, biting a little injury bug, as well as Hidu Turkoglu, and those are obviously huge uh, centerpieces in what you got going. Uh, but Ray Ferrosen out there keeps him steady, so uh, uh, I look for him to be competitive and obviously for the injury bug to stay away, and they'll be okay. I, I'll go with Orlando in six in that one as well. There you go. Well, the matchup in the Eastern Conference that really intrigues me uh, probably the most, and I think everybody, is number four, Atlanta, at uh, with number five, Miami. And uh, as well as the Hawks played last year, Whistle, I'm not seeing that same sense of urgency with a veteran point guard, though, in Mike Bibby. Uh, they may be able to get that playoff feeling and come back to life, but, you know, trying to turn it off and on can be very risky. So uh, when you look at Miami on the other hand, they have a superstar and a cast of characters, role players, uh, if you will, that uh, I really don't think that anybody wants to see at this time of the year. And my prediction is D-Wade explodes, and I'm going to stay with six and say Miami in six games. 
You know what? Uh, I will go with Miami in seven. And I, I just really think that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they might not uh, know a lot about Atlanta, but they are a hot team. They're one of the last 18 out of 24 games. Uh, they're out there. they got a, a lot of studs, a lot of people who understand uh, the significance of playing right now. Uh, but I just think that Dwayne Wade, night in, night out, is we're talking about a player who can potentially go for 50 points every night you see him, and there's pretty much nothing you can do. So uh, I, I think that his his presence is huge, and obviously uh, uh, that came out in the, the the statement they made in the paper today uh, with the team captains himself, himself and uh, Udonis Haslam saying that there's no partying while in Atlanta. So you won't see them guys, them script clubs, and then like that deal. Hey. Uh, there's business, and uh, I think that uh, they will handle the business in seven. Though. There you go. Now, as we as we wrap the show up, we're not giving uh, we're not sliding the Western Conference, uh, but we're gonna move it faster here for L.A. Utah. No brainer. I have L.A. in five. Utah gets one at home. What do you got there? I gotta go with L.A. I'm gonna go with L.A. in five as well. I think that they will get a game. Utah does have uh, some pride, but they just don't seem to uh, exemplify that same pride on the road. And hey, this is the NBA, and that's what it's all about. So we're gonna go with L.A. That is right. Now, the number two Nuggets are versus these Hornets, and I think this is a matchup that could really go either way. Unfortunately, the Hornets are biting that uh, injury bug also, and I see uh, too much Carmelo in this one. Denver moves on in six games. You know what? I can see New Orleans moving on in this one. I just think that uh, Tyson Chandler uh, just coming back, getting healthy. He was 4-4 the last game with 12 minutes played, so – I'm going to go with Mr. Chris Paul in this one, and I, I think they'll handle their business. There you go. Uh, number three, Spurs and the Mavs. Now, this is one in the West where the uh, it's going to be a shootout, but I got the Mavs in seven in this one. They're playing well. I will go with the Mavs in seven as well. I do think there's uh, the timing is, is really, really bad right now. The one thing that San Antonio had going was the, the agelessness play of – of, of one uh, left-handed player that's not going to be playing for a while now. So uh, uh, they're really going to be missing that presence. And uh, we've got to go with what's going to happen. It's the inevitable. No question. Now, last but not least, uh, tonight you're going to see Portland versus Houston. Uh, hey, Adelman's back where it all started. This is a young Blazers team. You don't know which team is going to show up. And I, I think you got a little bit more knowledge about Houston and what they're going to bring. And I'm going to say Houston in six. I'm wavering, but I'm going to go Houston in six. What you got there? You know, I'm teetering in that one as well. Uh, I just really feel that uh, Houston is gelled as a team. It's not a knock against Nate McMillan and what he's been doing down there at South and Portland. But uh, I just really think that it's their time. C-Mac's not around in the irony of them moving on without T-Mac. I think that that's going to be a story. So we're going to go with Houston in six as well. No question, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. Playoff predictions, the whistle in myself. We will be checking in same time next week, same station. Do not miss it. We're going to be talking more NBA basketball as well as the world of sports. All the time, Wizzle, we enjoy the conversation. Until next week, same time, same place. Wheat bun, turkey dog. Pooh Hall Slaw, Pooh Hall Shuffle. I'm out. <laughs> and some sleep. <laughs> Everybody, we had a good time with you guys. I'm going to stay right now. I'm going to get my next question. You guys, we're going to check you out next Saturday, 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 5 o'clock, okay? So hang with us, Dan.
Never thought about